0: President Ranil Wickremasinghe has told his country's parliament that the economy is expected to grow again from the end of this year and the government wants the country to exit bankruptcy by 2026. The Indian Ocean Island of 22 million people has been struggling with its worst economic crisis since its independence from Britain in 1948. This has forced Sri Lanka to default on loans and seek a $2.9 billion bailout. From the IMF. Now joining us on the line, we have uh, Pusan Jaisinghe, who's a journalist and writer, uh, as well as a PhD candidate in political science at the University College in London. Pusan, a very good morning to you. Welcome to Radio Islam International. Uh, Pusan, good morning. Good morning you- sir, very nice to meet you. All and right, so... join you can you give us yeah, yeah. an indication as to what's the current situation like in Sri Lanka? Have things improved since the departure of the Rajapaksas?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, uh, some of the things that uh, really were uh, uh, making the situation in the country unbearable at the the point of uh, Gotabe Rajapaksha leaving, uh, they have certainly improved, uh, especially with uh, the situation with uh, fuel uh, and um, the electricity cuts that were very prevalent at the time. But uh, in in all other aspects, and especially in the aspects that uh, impact, uh, ordinary Sri Lankans, especially working class and uh, uh, and poor Sri Lankans, uh, things have not really improved. If anything, they've gotten worse. Uh, so food inflation, for example, is uh, extremely high, uh, uh, and uh, and and the the effects of the IMF imposed. Uh, uh, budgetary measures are now coming to start to take effect, and that means um, uh, an increased amount of taxes for people uh, uh, and uh, the loss of many subsidies, uh, for example, for fuel and for uh, for electricity. And so, yeah, things are definitely have not uh, really improved in the eyes of many ordinary Sri Lankans. So, um, uh, yeah, things are looking uh, uh, quite as big bleak as things were last year, really, Salima. So this talk then by the president about,
0: uh, you know, growth expected by year end and an exiting bankruptcy by 2026. Is that just, uh, you know, him, him being a politician? Is, is, is that not realistic?
1: There is definitely a, the element of that. Um, and I think uh, part, part of it is um, uh, that the government is still engaged in um, negotiations with the IMF for um, uh, for an extended credit facility. Um, that's that's a two point nine billion u uh, s. dollar uh, deal. and then that is meant to be um, uh, a-, a signal to um, Sri Lanka's creditors, uh, especially. Uh, ones in the West that um, uh, that uh, Sri Lanka will re, uh, repay its loans and so on. So uh, some of this talk about uh, increased growth, about getting out of bankruptcy, it's, it's really trying to uh, signal to international financial institutions and especially creditors that um, the economy is on track uh, in some senses. But, but the ground reality, and especially for ordinary Sri Lankans, is that yeah, the uh, the. Um, Uh, The situation is really not improving and and there's a big disconnect between the president's words and and what it feels like and what the economy feels like for people here.
0: Now, on a separate matter, Sri Lankan police say they're investigating the former president, uh, Gotabaya Rajapaksa, over a hidden cash stockpile that was uncovered when protesters stormed his residence last year. What's the story there?
1: Yeah, so, so, uh, I'm sure you might have seen some of the images from last year, especially in, uh, in, uh, on July 9th, right, when, uh, so many Sri Lankans stormed, uh, occupied the capital Colombo and then especially a lot of the government buildings, including, uh, the residence of the presidents, right? Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, as and as people were finding out to their incredulity, right, that, uh, uh, that the president was, you know, living in you know, complete luxury, including having uh, all this cash lying around, um, and, um, and 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 um, so the um, uh, the issue with the, with, the, with this money is that uh, that uh, that there was apparently this huge sum of money lying around in the office. Um, the uh, former president claims that uh, he intended to uh, donate it to the people, which which obviously sounds ridiculous, um, and. Uh, uh, uh the uh the the issue of the um the the money being seized is being uh played along um but but um one of the really uh <laughs> The a broader things that's sort of highlighting this is that uh, Godhabe Rajapaksha has completely returned to public life, you know, um, it, despite being driven out by the people. And and that's really because of the patronage that um, Ranulikramasinghe, the current president, uh, provides for him and for the Rajapakshas in general, right? Uh, because his uh, governing majority in parliament, uh, his cabinet is completely dependent on the Rajapaksha's party. Uh, and so um, uh, the people expressed uh, their great anger with the Rajapakshas last year and, 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 uh, and uh, you know, that led to Gautab's departure. But, uh, but the fact that uh, the current president is sort of still uh, uh, allowing uh, the Rajapakshas to operate freely... Uh, and, uh, and 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 providing this level of impunity to them, uh, it really shows the disconnect between the president and and the people's wishes, right? Um, as well as this uh, level of you know impunity that is provided to uh, public officials who completely you know betray their mandate, who uh, who uh, misappropriate people's funds um, and and engage in this sort of large scale criminality, right? Um, and and that, that really gets to the heart of you know what what's driving a lot of uh, Sri Lankans. Uh, frustration and, and, and anger of the system, right, that, that, uh, that these people can do such terrible, awful things to them and destroy a country's economy and, and still, you know, run around. So how, how are ordinary Sri
0: Lankans adapting to, to these circumstances?
1: um it, with with huge difficulties I mean, and it, it's uh but um and this involves you know like uh getting into even further debt you know uh um being uh, uh having to sort of uh pawn off their valuables um, things and and people really sort of uh adjusting to um, a life under incredibly high food inflation, which means uh, skipping meals uh, or uh, children not going to school. And so the situation really is that dire for some uh, millions of Sri Lankans. And uh, there's uh, that that disconnect between the rulers and, and the people. It's also reflected in a class sense because for a lot of middle class and upper middle class uh, and wealthy Sri Lankans, um, these things are, uh, obviously, not impacting them as as daily, right? And and and, and they uh, their their lives are also very far removed from uh, working class and order and and poor Sri Lankans, right? Uh, and 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 that also reflects this uh, idea of um, where their political support lies. Um, a lot of the uh, wealthier and upper middle class Sri Lankans uh, uh, do believe and buy into the president's. Uh, uh, rhetoric uh, and 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 uh, and his political program, uh, whereas um, Sri Lankans are really struggling with uh, what's happening. Sri Lankans, you know, who are uh, having to go without food, right? Um, uh, and and who now face their electricity bills. Uh, just the other day, the um, uh, ele- um, electricity tariffs were increased, um, and it went up by uh, on, an, on average sixty-six percent um after it had gone up by something like 80 percent the year before as well uh and so these are you know huge uh costs and increase uh in in sort of daily living costs for people um and and it's you know driving that uh disconnect and i think it's it's sort of creating a lot of um anger that will be unbearable for people i think uh or unsustainable in a long term sense
0: so we saw last year, right? The public took matters into their own hands. They stormed uh, the residence of the former president uh, Gotabaya Rajapaksa. If, if the circumstances haven't significantly changed for the better, is there a likelihood of another uprising?
1: Um, I, I think that's definitely uh, there. There is definitely a likelihood because um, part of the president's uh, compact with the people after he, uh, you know, was uh, uh, was appointed. Um, after Gotabaya Birajapaksha's ouster uh, was that you know he would bring this level of stability to the country, uh, and and that uh, and that he would improve things, right? And 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 because that hasn't um, uh, happened uh, in the eyes of so many ordinary Sri Lankans, I, I think they'll be definitely compelled to uh, act out again. And um, the only difference this time might be that um, uh, in uh, the the anger expressed last year was very much in in very controlled and i think in quite civil civil ways because uh it was it was really the first time that a lot of sri lanka was stepping out uh in, in in such large numbers um and there, there was definitely uh um they were being guided there by a lot of the sort of civil uh activists and uh, activist groups um who were mobilizing for sort of you know peaceful uh change and and Part of uh, Ranil Vikramasinghe's uh, strategy, as soon as he got into power, was to repress a lot of those activists, right, and to take them uh, to arbitrary detain them, to take them in for questioning, and so on. And and so, uh, if there is another uprising of the people, uh, those activists and those uh, civil society groups and nodes will not. No longer be there to sort of act as a guide for people, and I think the consequences of that might be that um, some of that uprising or whatever, if, if it happens uh, in such large numbers again, um, is that it, it will be a lot more unpredictable. I think, and, and uh, you know, there's a risk of uh, you know real violence and uh, and discontent because uh, you know people's lives are just becoming incredibly unbearable to uh, to go on in this way. I think.
0: All right. Uh, thank you so much for your time this morning, Pasan. It was a pleasure speaking to no, you. No worries. No, it was an absolute pleasure talking to you. Have a great day and go well. And you too. That was Pasan Jayasinghe. He is a journalist and writer based in London, talking to us about the latest uh, in Sri Lanka. It's now coming up to seven minutes before nine. We. Closed the program this morning with a report put together by Nina from the news team about a court convicting a fake doctor who worked as a psychiatrist for 20 years, uh, raking in over 28 million pounds. Wow. Sometimes we think these things only happen in South Africa. It happens in the developed world as well. That's it from the...